Hello everyone, welcome back to a favorite your favorite episode of your favorite Ravens YouTube channel and podcast, Talking Ravens All Day Every Day, with your host Justin P and my MVP co-host, Miss Shannon Fitch. Uh episode 93 for the YouTube channel and for the uh, audio versions, uh season two, episode two. So y'all could check that on um, the um the links are right there underneath the description. And also uh the pl- uh, social media platforms for myself, Shannon and Dave will be on Thursday, uh, you know, we took a little hiatus for the holiday so everybody can enjoy the um, you know, um, but we're back, we're back, we're back. Mm-hmm. So, um, Shannon got some great topics lined up for it as usual. So, I'm gonna go ahead and let her get right into it. Sorry, that wasn't typed in the um, in the comments as I normally do. So, I was, I was late getting on. Sorry about that. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and hand the floor over to Shannon. All right, Justin. So, give me your good, bad, and ugly for week 12. Bad and ugly. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Good. Uh, we gotta go to defense. They they they've been um they've been playing amazing all year long, except for the like the ending towards the Browns game, as I said. Um, normal time, but other than that, they've been they've been they've been lights out. I go with the running game. They uh they picked it up a little bit. Uh. Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers. You gotta go, Zay Flowers. Um, he he been on fire. Two touchdowns. You know, mm-hmm. boom. You can't. What more can you say? Uh, that's about it. Honestly, uh, bad. Uh, let's see. Situational play calling at times was horrible. Uh, let's see. Let's. See what I was office line play a little bit because Khalil Mack was getting pressure, mm-hmm. and then we can go with a see. Hmm. coaching a little bit at times. Uh, and ugly, um, just not scoring enough points, and you know that's about. Okay. So <clears throat> I pretty much kind of had the same things you have. Um, for the good, I have the defense. Um, the first half of the offense I thought was good in the first half. And Zay Flowers, I mean, talk about having a mm-hmm. welcome to the NFL moment. He had two great moments on Sunday, and his celebrations were funny. Like, that that was funny. Um, the bad, I'll say the second half of the offense again. Um, we've been talking about this, yeah. you know, a couple <laughs> of weeks during the season. That was that was really bad on Sunday. Um, and Ronnie Stanley. Um, yeah, like Ronnie Stanley, he wasn't and out, and he can kind of get a pass off the shrimp from just coming back um, from injury. But at the same time, it's kind of becoming a pattern with um, him getting beat and him being injured. So we will have to have a conversation about him at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and an ugly, and an ugly, I'll say, um, only scoring three points off of how many turnovers? Three or four turnovers, and we only got three points. That's unacceptable. And if we're playing against better teams um, in a in a postseason, and even later this year, um, we're not going to win games like that. Um, so that's my good, bad, and ugly for this week. Oh, uh, well said. I agree. I completely agree with you, Shannon. All right, so we can move on to the um, position grades. What grades do you give the coaches? Uh, I give him a B. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm gonna break it down. I'm because I, I don't want anybody to get him screwed. Offensively, I give Todd Munkin a B because it was a lot of things that could have been better. No false play mm-hmm. calling wise, and then like I said, we left points on the field. Some of it was execution, but I give it a B because he definitely could have put the guys in a better position. Mike McDonald get an A. Like I said, they only gave up ten points, so it's really nothing you can say. You can't hold a team to zero points. It's just I mean zero points, zero yards. It's just unheard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, the defense definitely gets an A. Harbaugh gets a B plus because he definitely I know what he said in the presser and all that about the spots and all that, but you still got a challenge. You can't put you can't put your faith in the referee's hand because what if that would end up costing us the game? You know, so you got to definitely mm-hmm. challenge that immediately you know you have to do that but so um b a and b okay um so i'm giving the coaches overall a b minus um and the minus is because of the offensive play calling and the second half of the game um i definitely think that could have been better i think special teams could have also been better um it was some situations that i just didn't understand and the defense had a great day i mean they're the reason why it would be graded on the curve um like you said, if my, my grade mm-hmm. for them would have been different if I didn't hear um, John Harbaugh and Munkin's explanation about, you know, why they didn't challenge on certain situations that we all thought they should have. And then saying the plays again is like, okay, now I see what you were saying. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give them a B minus. And what, are you, what grade do you give Lamar? Yeah, because like I said, let's, it, uh, give him a C plus. Yeah, just you know, missed a couple passes, left points on the field, but did throw a touchdown. So, yeah, I gave him a C. Plus. Um, I gave him a C. I just think he had an okay day. Um, wasn't nothing to write home about. Wasn't nothing that was going to make us lose the game. Just mm-hmm. a pretty average day, so I gave him a C. And what grade did you give the offensive line? Seems yeah. fair to me. I give him a C as well because, like I said, Khalil Mack definitely was taking over the game. That's without Joey Bosa. <clears throat> uh, Joseph uh, was like uh, uh, um, Sebastian Joseph Dave was having having his way in you know, Morgan Moses. So, yeah, they get a C. Yeah, um, I gave them a C as well. Um, I felt like they protected early on in the game in the first half, um, and that showed with Lamar's production. It was like a tale of two halves again. Um, but like I just said a couple of minutes ago, I think that we're going to really start to have to have a conversation about Ronnie Stanley, like, you know, what to do with him and how we proceed from here on out, because at this point, it's going to be, he's going to become a liability at some point. Mm-hmm. And, and right now it's looking that way. Yeah, because he can't, can't, the best ability is durability. It's just been a struggle with him. Mm-hmm. And what grade do you give the running backs? Uh, C plus. Uh, Keaton Mitchell has some good runs. Gus has some okay runs, and um, you know, uh, and, and Justice Hill has some good runs, but just like I say, just not enough to you know to his sustain drives and put up more points. I give him a C plus. Okay, and I gave him a B. Um, I think they had an okay. They had a good day. Um, if you take away Lamar's run and Zay Flowers' run, rushing yards. They still combine for over 100 yards. Um, it would be great if you can get that type of production out of one guy. But ultimately, you know, we've been doing running back by committee all year. So they had a pretty good day. I'll give them a B. 
Mm-hmm. And For what sure. grade do you give the wide receivers and tight ends? Ooh, I'm going to be a little bit generous because no Mount Andrews, so I'm going to give them a B because Zay made some plays, Odell made some plays, likely did give us a little something, so I'll give us a B. And I give him a B plus. Um, Zay had two touchdowns, um, likely came in from Andrews, and he led the, he led the team in um, receiving yards that day. And everybody contributed. Everybody got a little touch of the ball, so it was a pretty good day for them. They didn't do anything to, you know, make us lose the game. All right, so let's go over to the defensive side. Agreed. What grade do you give the defensive line? I get them an A plus, man. They were all over the place. Like they have been probably the best unit on this team outside of the linebacking core. Uh, like I said, Matty BK double digit sacks. Travis Jones got a sack. Bridge Washington pushing the pocket, stopping the running. Had a couple sacks this year, so they get an A plus. They was they was all over the place. Yeah, I, I give them an A plus as well. Um, for everything you just said, I don't even have to repeat it. Like they had a great day. And and now we have another person with a double digit um, sack number. We haven't had that since I believe they said 2016 or 17 since Terrell Suggs did it. And we've been talking about that, you know, all off season. Yeah. It would be nice if that's something you're getting from your pass rushes on the outside, your linebackers. But at the same time, I'm not going to complain about wherever it comes from. So they get an A plus. Aaron Donald lead the Rams of sacks every year. So hey, right, <laughs> it's okay. right, it's okay with me. Mm-hmm. And what grade do you give the linebackers? Oh, they get an A plus as well because, like I said, they got the Herbert a couple times. Uh, the middle linebackers were flying all over the place. Akala didn't kill them in a the passing game like I probably thought he would. So I got to give them an A plus because Van Noy was playing good. Clowney did his thing. Oway did his thing. Like I said, we're still waiting on Bowser to come back. We know a job bowl is gone, which we will talk about. But that'll give them an A plus. Same. I give them an A plus as well. I mean, these these guys have been playing pretty well all year. And like we talked about before, Eric DaCosta, I mean, he brought in the right guys, the perfect guys that were what we needed for this team. Um, we were worried about the pass rush and 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 what the defense were gonna do, period. But they've been playing really, really well. They get an A plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what grade did you give the secondary? Uh, it could an A-plus as well. I mean, they held Justin Herbert on a 300 yards passing. Um, did he throw a touchdown pass? Because I fell asleep at the beginning of the fourth quarter. So I, I didn't get to see the, all the little, all the final fourth quarter. But I'm still giving an A-plus under 300 yards. I think maybe one touchdown pass, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not, I got to double check. I think actually. So, yeah, they held Keenan Allen had himself an okay game. But they had so, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know who scored it. I told I fell asleep, so I don't know who scored a touchdown. But but the whole him under 300 yards, and they've been slinging a ball all year. Like I said, Keenan Allen got his numbers, but a lot of us forced to him. But, yeah, uh, they get it. They get an A-plus, man, because for them to be undermanned basically all year long for the most part, and they haven't really gave up, gave up a lot. So I get them A-plus. Same grades across the board, A-plus as well. Um, and Kyle Hamilton, he's special. Like, that's a special guy right there. I'm glad we have him. Yeah. 
game changer. Like a lot of people, like Jason Lockerford, try to say he wasn't a game changer because he's not necessarily getting the picks, but he's making impacts mm-hmm. in other ways, like how Cam Chancellor did with Seattle. That's why I posted mm-hmm. them, you know, the little picture by, side by side from most people got, got it, but like some people was like, oh, why you do that? Same mm-hmm. size, same type of ability. Like, you know, the, he wasn't a high interception guy too, but he made plays at the line of scrimmage, covering guys, being a force, being a big safety. Having a big safety helps you out a lot defensively. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so getting to the topics. Um, do you think it's time that we feature one running back? And if so, who would that be for you? Uh, it all depends. Me personally, no. We just go out, just go with the flow. Cause uh, you know, if you want to give Gus twenty carries, fine. If you want to give Keaton twenty, fine. But it might go by the flow of the game. Like this game against the Rams might be a pounded out game with Gus. You know, get them tough four to five yards. You know, I I just think keep doing what you're doing. Cause like I said, depending on the, I just go out the web of the game. Go if it's a Keaton Mitchell game, go with Keaton Mitchell. If it's a Gus Gangle with Gus, just as hell, if he getting going to, you can give him a few more carries. But I think we should keep rotating because now you got your backs fresh. Come fourth quarter, nobody's worn out. Now in the fourth quarter, we can just take turns running the ball, running the ball, take Gus out, let him get a breather, put in Keaton Mitchell. He get him, gash him. He come out, get a breather, and Gus come in. I mean, of justice. So we just keep them, keep rotating them three. Like I said, we never going to have tired legs, run, tired legs running the ball. So, for me, I do think it's time. Um, we're at our bye week now. We have five games left to play. And the reason why I think it's time is because in, in December and January, you have to be able to run the ball. Um, I feel like through 12 weeks of football watching this team, so many times we're asking, um, what, what happened to Gus Edwards? Where's Keaton Mitchell? Like, like you just said, go with the flow. I don't feel like they always go with the flow when we watch them. Like, we're, we're trying to figure out why these guys aren't touching the ball. And I feel like if you if they were to just focus more in on one guy to be the starter, and, and not saying that anybody else want to get any touches, but like this is my this is my idea. You feature Keaton Mitchell, right? Because I just feel like whenever he gets in a game and he does things, it's just something good mm-hmm. always happens. You feature him, you bring Gus in on third downs and in red zone situations, like let him be a bruiser. Let Gus come in, in the fourth quarter and be more of a pounder because that's what he really is for us. And I feel like if we and, and if it, if we use them in that way, I think that it could um, help the offense be more fluid. And of course, you use Justice Hill, you know, in a mix of either of those guys can't go at that time. Um, but I do think it, it it could be beneficial to feature one of those guys. Like when I think back to um, twenty eighteen when Lamar's rookie year and Joe Flacco went out, we were kind of average before that point anyway. So it was kind of like everybody wanted to change. Outside of Lamar coming in and, and, and being the change, we also had Gus Edwards. Joe Flacco really didn't get to play with Gus Edwards, and he changed. He was like a change of pace when he came in at that point. I felt that way about Keaton Mitchell now. And being as though we have a running back full of uh, guys who may be free agents and not even not even be here, I would like to see what we have in Keaton Mitchell. You talk about guys being fresh. He was hurt. He was out. He's coming in. He's young. Like, let's see what he can do, too. And don't take nothing away from Gus, but I just think that you could feature him more and use Gus and, like I said, third downs, red zone, and then when you're trying to finish it and push it home in the fourth quarter and then just put Justice Hill in and out 
you know, when you need to. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. I mean, Keaton Mitchell, I think Keaton Mitchell pass protection got to be better for him to be the main back because, you know, Harbaugh's big on that. Big on that. He, he, he holds the football. He's yet to fumble. Uh, but pass protection is big for Harbaugh. He got to probably be a little bit better in pass protection. That way, that, that way that'll get him on the field because Gus, you – Pass protection is phenomenal. You know, Gus can chip anybody. He tackles outside linebackers. Whereas the kid Mitchell yeah. trying to chip Miles Garrett or TJ Watt, it's not going to have the same effect that Gus is where he chipping. And that's fair too. And and even if you if you wanted to flip it and feature Gus and 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 let Keaton come in and do his thing, I just feel like sometimes we watch these games and we're looking like, well, what happened to so and so? And sometimes I feel like you get like that when you're trying to let everybody get some. When you when it's established rules, sometimes things can flow better, but that's just what I think. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. So, what you got for us um, next, Sean? The next topic we have is um, David. I hate to pronounce his last name because I always say it wrong. But he's he underwent season-ending ACL um, and um, surgery. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, just take your time, Shannon. It's Ojabo. It's <laughs> David Ojabo. It, Ojabo. It's, it's, okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. Ojabo. Sound just just like it looks. Like I've been known. <laughs> but um, uh, as far as David Ojabo, um, so um. Yeah, I said two years in a row. Yeah, hold on one second. Short from injury, so um, he and both those years you see he made splash plays. He's making a strip sack and all that. So um, hopefully, year three will be all together going on with him. Mm-hmm. And we, we we were looking forward to having both of them as a like you know. Both of them are not playing, and we're leading the league in sacks. So that shows you the depth and that we have on this team, for us defensively, and and, and the good. And I gotta give the Dirt the credit for signing guys like Clowney and and, and Calvin Noy. So yeah, you know, but having those two would have definitely been nicer. But you know, what? Hopefully, hopefully he comes to the camp. You know, strong, you know, healthy, fully recover him and Bowser. But we definitely got to keep at least Clowney. Oh, Calvin Noy going forward next year. My my pick would be Kalani because he's a little younger and a little bit mm-hmm. more explosive off the edge. So hopefully they you know keep a little money for him, so you know so we can bring him back. That way, we you gotta rush those guys back from injury. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, when I heard the news, I, I felt bad for him. Like it's kind of tough, you know what I mean? Like you said, he's had to deal with two surgeries at this point now. I think he has a lot of potential. It was a steal when we got him in a draft. Um, but I don't know if his body is going to allow him to reach that potential. Um, so I do hope that he can come back um, ready for training camp next year and be stronger and ready to go. Um, but I just feel bad for him. I know that's I know that's tough for him. I know it's tough. Yeah, like I said, so hopefully year three, a bit of year, he can just, you know, he can just put it all together. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And so the last topic we have is that we're at our bye week finally, probably the latest bye week that I ever remember the Ravens having. Um, and we're nine and three. How do you feel about the Ravens right now at nine and three heading into the bye week? Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, like people can, like I said, we could sit here and point out things like offenses, consistency scoring and this, that, and the third. But, you know, we got a couple key guys that was out, like Marlon Humphrey didn't play the last, the last two weeks and our defense still looks fine. Like you said, we got the Jabo out, Bowser out, you know, we was missing our starting running back all year long. So it's like outside of week one. So, yeah, we, we're in good shape. Like I said, now we get some guys back, you know, after the bye. Marlon Humphrey will be back. Uh, Trenton Simpson will be back. Big Sala will be back. Mm-hmm. You know, so – and it just give other guys who've been nursing injuries a week to rest, like Zay, Odell, uh, mm-hmm. you know, even Lamar chance to rest his body. You know, so, yeah, I feel good. Nine and three. Got We go home against the Rams. That's a winnable game. I know Sean McVay has them playing hard, but I feel like we're the better team. So, yeah, I, I think we're in really good shape right now. Right now, we're currently number one in the AFC North and in the AFC Conference. So, you know, what more can you want? So, I'm I'm not I'm not as excited as I probably should be. Um, for one thing, like I said, we're, we're, we're nine and three. And like you just said, we're number one in the AFC, right? However, I know that we're number one in the AFC because we haven't had a bye week yet. Mm-hmm. So if we had a bye week and we were still, you know, we was eight and three, we might not be number one. We might be number four or something like that. Because I just know how that works with, you know, conference games and things like that. Right. Um, and and also after 12 weeks, like you just mentioned it with the offense, I feel like after 12 weeks, they're still trying to figure it out. And that doesn't, um, you know, leave, leave me very confident. But what I will say is that I hope that the game on Sunday was a step in the right direction. Because that game was starting to feel a lot like the Colts, the Steelers, and the Browns game. And this time, the Ravens found a way to win. And that I'm happy about. So, overall, I'm happy. Just not probably as excited or as happy as I should be. But we still got work to do. No doubt about it. I'm not – yeah, we don't definitely don't rest on our laws because we've been here before, like, in 2019, you know, winning 12 straight and losing the first round. I think I remember us mm-hmm. pull out wins like we did Sunday in the because in, in the playoffs you're not gonna be beating everybody 35 to 6 and you feel me for and 42 to 7. That's not gonna happen very often. You might get mm-hmm. one one game like that, depending on who you match up against. But majority of the games are gonna be dug, are gonna be dog fights because you're playing division winners and stuff like that. So it shows me that that we can win those grit grinded out gritty games. So and the charges are a pretty good team. They just like I said, they just get in their own way. But if you look on paper, you know what Shannon and anybody who watched football notice they'll probably they were they were picked to probably come out the AFC by a lot of people before yeah. the season started because how much yeah. talent they got. You know, so of yeah, that, that, that wasn't a sorry that wasn't a sorry team. That wasn't a sorry team that we beat on Sunday night. Yeah. So yeah, it was good to see that we can win a grinded out game because that shows, like I said, the playoffs, these games are gonna be tight nine nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, well, everybody, that's it for today's show. Great topics as well. Thank you guys. That was commenting, big guys. Uh, Sala Brooks, appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, you know, all that good stuff like that. We'll be back on Thursday. Shannon won't be here. She'll be going to see Beyonce in the movies. I hope she has a good time. <laughs> she deserves that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. She'll part of the Beehive click low key, but uh, 
me, 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 Big David be here holding it down, uh, you know, talking about whatever he wants to talk about because I don't even know what to talk about, honestly, during about five week. Shannon basically took everything he <laughs> say, so I'll let him come up with some stuff. Then I'm, be- I'm better with the, I'm better with the, 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 the the preview stuff like that and recaps, but for all stuff when there's really no football, I'll be like kind of like in the end of blue. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but we'll have some stuff for y'all. There's anything you want to say, Shannon, if we wrap it up for the night? Um, I do. Um, with as well as this defense is playing, I think that when this season is over with, we're going to be having a conversation about um, where this defense ranks among other defenses that we've had. Like, that's how well they're playing. So I think that's going to be a conversation to have. I completely agree with you. It all depends how the season ends, you know, the, the, how, how they'll be ranked. If we win it all, they definitely going to be ranked high. But even still, we get ASU championship game, they'll still be ranked high. But uh, yeah. a great show, Shannon, as always. Definitely can't wait to have you back on here Tuesday. Uh, I know what I'm about to say. Make sure y'all trade talk Ravens all day, every day from your host, Justin and my MVP co-host, Ms. Shannon Fitch. Uh, we'll be here Thursday, me and Dave. Same bad time, bad channel. Love y'all guys, and we all out. And make sure y'all bundle up y'all day. It is cold as hell. Mm-hmm. Good night. Bye, Justin. Bye, Shannon.